Alma Pictures and Baker Street Media present Second Z's Cubed with your hosts Ayla Hadi, Allison Weaver, and Johnny Pinea. Second Z's Cubed is a technical podcast dedicated to critiquing and celebrating performing arts and inspiring the next generation of creatives. As far as where I think we can go now with the conversation, if you guys are good with it, is we can talk about theater and uh, in general theater in U.S. and musical theater in U.S. and its influence on other other parts of the world and how it's declining influence right now, which I think we really need to talk about that. Um, so, like, for example, uh, I'll just give one opening thought and then you guys can jump in whenever. Mm-hmm. Well, Johnny, I know you, you're you picking up what I'm putting down right now. Uh, like, for example, Royal Opera is putting on Tarandot. The fin- Finnish Opera just put on Tarandot. So many people are putting on Tarandot. It's like, wow, we're going back to the old days. Like, I love Tarandot, but hey. like Replace, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow, good for you people, because they're just saying we don't really care about what's happening around the world. We're just going to put on good art, right? But then there's other people who are limiting their art by what's happening culturally where they are. So I think in terms of United States right now, creativity in the arts is a little bit more limited than before. Personally, I think this. While the tours have come back for music, while the stage shows have come back at the Kennedy Center and other places, I feel like there is a how do you say a box that everyone needs to fit right now for stage art right now. And I've seen some emerging theater and I'm really happy to say that like some cultures are being promoted in terms of their art. Finally, like, uh, like let's say first people's theaters being promoted. Um, Mm -hmm. other, like other cultures that haven't had the voice. Right. But there's also a box being formed of you should not pass this boundary here in your art. And it has to look like ABC and it has to be profitable and it has to do this and it has to do X, Y, Z. And there's all this AI that's kind of filtering what the art is that's coming out in terms of scripts. Like they'll just filter the script right through the AI. So I feel like a lot of the diversity that of, um, and I mean diversity in scripts, Specifically, not diversity in cultures because the cultural diversity has improved, which I love. Yeah. I love that they're reflecting the cultures that are there more. But the 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 tropes of what you can put on the stage for the general audience, right? The general audience being like Broadway and below. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is is more like you must fit in this box. At least this is my observation. Now I may be, I may be definitely biased. Because- that is the time. This is now where we're going, um, where we are actually, where we are. The big change, um, which isn't really a change. It's just, <laughs> it's just already old. been they here, but like it's just now that. we you see know, it. It's just got extra, extra yeah. of this. You know, <laughs> it's the same thing, though, but extra, extra. Now entertainment's a Tough one, eh? Because yeah. it is, it is, it is in that place, you know. And I mean, place. as far back as you want to mention theatre, um, uh, it, it has been the spokes, uh, the spokesperson, spokesperson yeah. for mm-hmm. the people, 
for the people always being a spokesperson for the people um right down to greece you, you you know what was happening in greece and the plays that they were doing always were associated with what was happening in the people's lives as concerns whoever was ruling whatever 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 yeah yeah um it was always linked you see it wasn't uh, they would always have your you know your jokers etc but you know generally it was linked to 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 uh to the some kind of yeah the larger the, view yeah yeah. Yeah. You know, the Top gangsters down. Of, mm-hmm. you know, gangsters in paradise. Mm-hmm. So um there we go. And and that's just true. And then theater now is a business. Now we always have to Yeah, naturally. Theater has always been a business. Um uh, isn't just what it is. It's a business. Uh art uh is difficult to define under the terms of business. Um, when you bring business into into the whole concept of what is art, when you say Sadhguru has said that art is everything in its right place, marvelous, um, uh, whatever, and I, I I could never define it. Um, <laughs> yeah, what is art anyway? I can't. No, That's... I mean really. I mean, how do you define something that is essentially just uh, you know what I would talk as an emotional uh, issue? Uh, it's very emotional. Uh, there might be many other things connected to it, but the actual action of it, I believe, uh, comes from from deep seated emotion, uh, deep seated uh, uh, human frailties, etc. Now, what we're dealing with is business. You gotta make money. Mm-hmm. Make money. Um, and w- with the changes that are happening so fast at this point, uh, in this time that we're in. Um, it's t- going to take a, a big knock. Of course it's going to. How it will survive? No idea. Will it survive? No idea. In what form? And No idea. You see, uh, like I heard once on a form set, the guy turned around to me and he said, you know, Johnny, yo, 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 this whole thing would run so smoothly. I promise you it would run so like butter, hot butter on bread it would run if it wasn't for the actors. You know, but <laughs> you see where I'm at. Um, you can't tell uh, humans or people with opinions and feelings and passions. Humanity, as it is, uh, is responsive and responsible. Uh, it feels, I think. Uh, yeah, it does open up, I guess, a slow little like sojourn into what will be now the AI. Um, who knows? I, I, I mean, like I've said probably a million times, the Synthespian thing. Maybe, maybe who knows? Because you don't have to worry about them. They don't argue. You know, you just program them and, and send them out as a hologram or anything else. You know, it's, I, I, man, it defeats everything. So the actual how things form is not an issue that I can work out cerebrally or, or with mm. logic. Uh, in that area, one can look at numbers. One can look at uh, conditions. One can look at because right now they're doing it all by numbers and like, Correct. oh, it has to follow this trope. Oh, is it Shakespeare? Correct. Then it works. <laughs> is it Romeo and Juliet? Is it Taming of the Shrew? Oh, wow, we have a hit. Like, come on. Do you know how you can swing that? Oh, 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 and I've been there. Um, you know, with with I mean, the biggest, the greatest, the greatest one to be able to swing to your your wants and needs uh, as making statements uh, 
um, making statements is, is good old William Shakespeare. Um, because in his writing of the time, he encapsulated so much uh, that applies, uh, will apply into eternity. That's true. Um, uh, it never dates in concept, and it is very vast in concept. Uh, so you can swing it anyway. I mean, you Taming of the Shrew, let's take that one. That I love all became the about, shrew, by the way. It becomes, like... about women's, it becomes about <laughs> women's rights. That's what it is. It becomes about women's rights. That's what it is, you know, and and you can swing it that way if you want to. Uh, you, there's many ways, you know, with that. But when one goes uh, head on, and like you say, we are living in a certain area where woo, minefields all over the place. It's hard to describe minefields, it minefields, because minefields, I don't want to get minefields. in trouble. But <laughs> no, I know you can't. Even going there is 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 it makes the point. There is no use. It's just confusing, I think, in terms of it, like the quality, like it's causing a decline in the in some art, and I so I'm not sure. Round and round. Yeah. Yes. So, it so is what that. do you think? I think everybody. I think we're in formation. We are as a body. Um, I'm not only speaking of artists and, and performers and writers and all the rest of it. Uh, as 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 that, we are in a flux. We're in a place of change, and uh, it, it is like the rolling waves of a of a sea. Uh, it is out of our control. A lot of it. Uh, some things are in our control, and a lot isn't. So um, when I go down to business and I talk business, in a business model, you follow the different directives of That's right. what is yeah. going to be within the mode of 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 the producers for starters. You know, we can't cross certain. It's just the, the given. You need to get bums on seats, and That's the right. given is, that, you know, you don't go. You don't go with a humongous theatre that has a reputation, and as you say, sends out waves into the world. Um, you don't go in there and and put something that even has the slightest hint of a possibility that it will not succeed. Oh, absolutely, never. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of, you really on a, you know, and so therefore you are dealing with, with uh, the parameters of, you know, tick the boxes. And, uh, mm -hmm. but then that has always been business, hasn't it? And that yeah. has, whether we like it or not, has also always been art. It has. The rebels only make it after they die in like, you know, a couple of they, millennia. <laughs> after a couple of yeah. millennia, they come yeah, out yeah. like, oh, this guy was actually excellent, but he's dead yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know what I mean? And, and the fact that he was uh, whatever he was, you know, at that time, back there, oh, but it was then. Not, not now, right? Uh, Clearly. But at the time, at the time, everyone's looking at it and say, oh, no, it's a maniac. He's a madman. I don't agree with that. So, so how yeah. do you think, like, for example, because like I said, the, 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 the prestige, so to speak of mm. the theater there has, mm. is going down because they're transitioning mm. a lot more to the video based. Right. Mm. And if you take like in terms of new works, right. Mm -hmm. Like a lot more mm. new works are being, are being, uh, given accolades to maybe other continents right, right. now. Right. So that's where yeah. I would want to ask you about that because that's something that's like okay wow this used to be that 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 uh that that u.s was getting a lot of the accolades in terms of new works mm. for theater right now mm. that's that's what i want to that's what i'll focus on a little bit may i just add quick quick yeah, uh, yeah. Um, new york uh 
it's possibly the one place that I've, I've uh, I, I don't know New York. Like I'm not going to say that I know. So I don't know New York. But I know a lot of people who live <laughs> in New York. I have known a lot of people who live in New York from different fields, you know, mm-hmm. and having spoken to them and their friends, I find all of them actually, and they're not in the artistic field. And we're talking, my one friend is a scientist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's all that. But yet they all go to the theater. Oh, yes, everyone does. Most supportive communities Uh as far as theater and has always been. It's in a historic context. Uh, Yeah. And and to me at the moment, what what, what is rocking and rolling in in New York are the French. Oh, yeah, the French French shows are awesome. Oh, wow. Yes. Bing, boom, boom, boom. And, I mean, it's not like statements are being made. It's just that Speakeasies uh, also. Are, I love them. Correct. Yeah, and people are beginning not to so much focus on what are the uh, the national, international oh, yeah. uh, uh, things, but more on adventure, moving it out, opening yes, it, opening yes, it yes. in an artistic way that has now nothing we're getting to, to it. do with anything else uh-huh. what it is is it's innovation it's innovation it's the, the birth you see i mean i've been through protest theater i've i've, I've done protest theater i was there i was picked up oh by yeah the you were there for many the whole time <laughs> oh, no, i did the whole day it was a party and a half you know the cops <laughs> would sit in the front seat and laugh their heads off and then uh, when the show ended come and handcuff you and you know take you down to the station <laughs> and the show would get closed down. You spend the weekend in book. And uh, there it went. Right. So that happened many times, you know, especially because I was working with a, a very radical person as well at the time. And I but one day we'll really have good. your biography, but that won't yeah, be Yeah, so well, we won't have that. No, no, you don't want to. <laughs> After you're dead. You'll we'll need to pass for a long time. <laughs> and um, so, but yes, so 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 that has had its time and its expression, and I did yeah. feel that possibly we were entering into a, 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 an era like that. Mm. And it seems uh, I'm, 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 it's wonderful to the fact that uh, that has not been uh, the way it seems. Instead of going that way, instead of people getting involved in giving their their talent and lives away to the things that are out of our control, no matter how involved you get. And, and I mean that. You can get very involved uh, in, in, in what the, the, you feel are injustices, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But people are not doing that. They're going more towards actually moving the theater itself forward mm. through invention, innovation, different ways of doing things. Things are happening on the fringe that, that, that I've seen that are, are but up. Insane, but they work. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's not fluff. It's not fluff. You know, it's not like, it's not like, you know what I mean? If I may say, you can cut me to some teeth. It's not that. Excuse my language. Um, it's, 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 it's real. It is real. It is real, but yet they're embracing the abstract. Uh, so, so something new is coming out of it, and not the expected. That's for sure. Yeah, the French theaters are still really vibrant and amazing, and so in that sense, I think that's where the real creativity is coming out. Mm-hmm. But as far mm-hmm. as international pieces, it's just seeing a bit of a decline for sure. 
I look at what's here. Sorry, we've got export here, you know, going out. And the export that's going out from here. Now, with Africa, uh, I don't mean this as, oh, please, T's and C's apply. Um, African, generally, African art is, is, is uh, centered around suffering. It is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, generally, generally speaking, it is centered around suffering. Um, which is a pity because uh, there's suffering everywhere. But uh, also, if I've never known a more joyous place uh, <clears throat> than Africa, beautiful and all the rest yeah. mm-hmm. going on. But so be it. So that kind of export material going out in dance and in theatre uh, uh, proves to be successful. You know, they get booked, but usually Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Always Europe. Uh, attraction. <laughs> yes, it's a European attraction. I don't know what to say. Um, and and that's our export. Uh, we're not. I've never seen export coming out of here that is um, just just good old fun. You know. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. I don't know. Didn't mean to make it a conversation stopper. Oh, it's something to think about. It's like, I wonder why it is that the pain and and suffering is what gets exported out. It sells. It's a sailing point, right? We can all identify with that. I I look at, and and even at the time back then, you know, when it was another, you know, kind of like a a bunch of gangsters and, and like, it's now it's a situation of I'm with a friend who has created a massive uh, sort of franchise of herself who is incredible she is incredible and and her personal suffering is 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 deep but even the suffering within the making of the art is deep yes and and I said you you do realize that you are making a living off your suffering yeah. You are paying people salaries. Uh, you're oh, paying Lord. people salaries of your suffering. People are feeding oh, their families of your suffering. And it's your personal suffering. It is not in any way extended. It is personal. So the fact that you're not feeling great is not surprising at all. And I don't think it's, it's, it's anything to be guilty. But one has to be aware of that. Yeah, it, that's where the transcendence comes, is when you transcend above it. You transcend above suffering. Because if you just focus on suffering, all there is is suffering. Transcend above suffering. Look behind suffering. Uh, there's always uh, a remedy within anything, because one does not present uh, art in any way. You, it's impossible uh, with one premise. One premise never exists. There's always compared to what? There's always in the human condition, uh, uh, art will be compared to something. Or there will be the opposite, or not the opposite essentially, but the balance has to be presented. Yeah. So henceforth, uh, I think they they fall into the same camp. Both both suffering and whatever you would see as the antithesis of. It's another day. And I just ended up now when we were talking, uh, bringing in about how we, uh, we were in the middle of this evolution and how vast it is. 
and how it is in every area and how global, uh, mm-hmm. which to me is is is, is a phenomenon, and uh, I've never experienced it uh, on this uh, kind of. It, everything is happening to everybody the same way at the same time. Yeah. Uh, both both in the evolution of technology and also the evolution emotionally uh, as, as people begin to, to now look at things very differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, I think we're just in a, we're in a time where everything is, is kind of shifting around interestingly. Yep. And I think that mm-hmm. impacts how art is being seen and how it's going out. For example, the niche theaters and places like that they're able to share mm-hmm. the audio kind of their their stuff so organically yeah. and they're not even needing those yeah. big spaces so it's like almost yeah. like the big shared spaces that we had before like mm-hmm. thousands of people all together it's kind of mm-hmm. like for certain things only now and like a lot of the time people are kind of like going into little bubbles mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i mean the expenses of the big audiences we are, are totally unnecessary when right, it's exactly. happening uh, so um, you know, so that is a, a very specialized issue. But also, you know, the fact of, of, of the different things that have been happening, which we call the box. And you look at that box, and yes, it makes life, it makes uh, makes things a little bit more annoying. Creating and making a living from what you're creating. Let's put it that right. way. Making a living. Well, I mean, if you don't want to make money, uh, as an it doesn't matter. But if you, <laughs> well, you want to make money, if you go then... against it, if you go against it, you don't make money. Right, simple. So it is. Um, you might get great publicity, but you you definitely won't make money. Uh, but yeah. that's it's not about the. Let's take that away then. Let's take that away. Let's, let's just uh, instead of the money, let's look at rather what is happening to us as a globe, as a as a, as, a, as a you know species, whatever. The, the community evolving how people are all the minds are changing and it's a kickback a lot of the a lot of the things as always anything new and change and things like that we kick against it um yeah. yet when if you step back and just look at what are the infancies uh of, of new ways of thinking we are in the infant stage of new ways of thinking so in that stage, yes, a lot of things will seem completely and utterly like, you know, good grief, far left field. You know, it's like, what? You know, um, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of things that are being taken seriously and taken into account that generally speaking, most would just go, oh, forget it. Come on. Right. But no, we're actually beginning to look at it. This is, like I said, the infancy. Maybe it's a it's progress of toward. different sorts. Maybe yeah. it is. And I, I like to look at things in, in, in the light uh, way, I, even though I'm a very dark. But I, I like to look at things with, with, and I don't believe in hope, in the realities oh. of it. It is the start. It is the start of something which, when it does grow and as it grows and as it grows and as it grows can bring about it can possibly stop all the baggage that we're still carrying from good grief the 60s and back um there's a lot of baggage that is being carried around um of things that have been done ways of seeing things uh, uh, uh beliefs uh, etc um, which have been which have been more than challenged. So I would say they've been overcome in a sense that they've just been simply put in a corner. 
Mm. Uh, this mm. is very unusual. It's a very unusual thing to do that. And uh, so therefore, like with everything, <laughs> I can't help but not say this is not coincidences. No. Everything no, is not. It is a necessary, it's a necessary form of survival that we're moving towards. Yeah. The necessary form of survival. Um, I, of course, I hope it's love, uh, whatever you think that is. Um, but that's, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like to look at it that way. I like to see that it is the beginning stages. It's, it's, the, it's the birth, you know. Uh, it is something. Anyway, we've yammered on for a while. Let's hear from Aya. She probably has been taking everything in and has some, some kind of like enlightenment mm. over there. <laughs> I've just been mulling everything over and like my mind is just um, kind of racing in different directions um, I had been talking to Johnny about the publishing industry because uh, mm-hmm. I am yes publishing industry is going that. crazy right now and we're working on anyway yes yeah publishing industry at least within the u.s and it's shifted since the 2000 2008 the 2007 2008 recession um and you know um how there is like so much risk aversion now and oh, yes it, yeah um it's gotten to a point where writers have to specifically like outline which tropes they're using in mm-hmm. their books and then it's kind of progressed further now with um, some authors not all but i am thinking specifically of one author who found wild success um and you know like when she gets um she reaches a writer's block she reaches out to her agents and it's like hey i'm experiencing this block and mm-hmm. the agent will tell her well you can use this trope that trope this trope these are all really like popular trendy tropes right now mm-hmm. um, and then she'll mm-hmm. just like sort of create a plot point based off yeah. of those tropes um and then kind of johnny's johnny talking about this evolution and change and fundamental shift that's going on and you know how we talked touched upon like the sense of community how community is changing as well it's just been bringing in a lot of interesting thoughts to me and i think ultimately it points to people sort of breaking away into more niche sub communities mm-hmm. that was not available to them prior to uh, you know the internet and social media and those uh, messaging boards that people used to use because before then it, let's say that you live in a small town or even a big city but you have each interest something that uh, really speaks to you and the people that the big community that you are part of does not share that interest um, it kind of makes for a bit of a more lonely experience Experience because you're not able to share this part of you that really drives um, quite a bit of excitement. Um, but now with how things are being able to be categorized in such neat little boxes, 
people are able to find their own niche community and sort of flourish and thrive in one part um, because they're surrounded by people who share that same interest. Moving away from the traditional big community model, um, I can see like pros and cons happening with both scenarios, but that's just kind of where my mind is wandering right now uh, mm-hmm. because what you do find your niche community, you do find that group of people that do share your interests and it can be fun, it can be exciting, it can really uh, provide you with such zeal and excitement. Um, but if you do end up enclosing yourself to that community without opening your perspective and your uh, horizons to other quote unquote niche communities or you know just other perspectives uh, yeah yeah um you tend to miss out on a lot of wonderful things i mean i'm just looking at a three here within the pop <laughs> <laughs> just looking at us three here in the podcast we have wildly different perspectives and life stories and um you know just thinking about the idea of not being able to share that with or have this experience in the future is quite sad actually um so that's just kind of where my mind is racing it's like so so fast and just um yeah there were a lot of interesting questions that were great that's that's great that (laughs) you have a She's having a she's having a like a download while we are. No, I, I'm with you there, and, and it's one hundred percent. And uh, this is not really in the right uh, way, but it, it does encapsulate what I'm about to say. I remember a long time ago, uh, some we all have fundamental beliefs that we are raised with that is so ingrained within us, you know, and, and, and some will roll traditional beliefs. They will, yes, they will. And that becomes core. It becomes core because that becomes the center of stability for that uh, human, that uh, family, whatever it might be. To change that is very uh, difficult, if not impossible. Um, And someone said to me a long time ago, uh, we were chatting about that, and and I said, it's the exact same thing. And I said, you know how you change that? And I went, how? He said, you hit them in the pocket. Simple. You want to see people change. That sometimes works. Yeah. Depending on how 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 uh, deep they feel about something. Uh, uh, sorry, but if you're not going to do that, you're not going to make the money. You're not going to do this. No, uh, what? But there are people yeah. that have done it. For- uh, yeah. <laughs> they don't care about yeah. money, some people. They'll just be. Well, that's fine. I don't care about money, but I mean, I can be honest with you. I can go out there and like say what I feel. Or whatever, not that that's in any way uh, relevant to anything. <laughs> we also have. Um, yeah, my point is, it's not going to go out there. It's not going to get anywhere to anybody or to anything. It's not. It doesn't have movement to it. Uh, it might create movement. Who knows? Don't we in the who knows area? You know, the who knows area is a very dodgy place, and and uh, it is true that what is happening now is people's, uh, I wouldn't say their fundamental beliefs, but I would say what is being presented to them uh, uh, as ideas, concepts, and uh, entertainment uh, has been affected. Now, that's been affected because it was hit in the pocket. 
Mm. Yeah, that's nice. my point. That's my point. That's my simple mm-hmm. point. And I do not see it negatively. I don't. I don't. Uh, not that negative is bad, but I don't see it as 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 the regression. Uh, I see it as, uh, like I say, the infancy of uh, something unbelievably new uh, happening very fast. Um, and I, I do see it as everything that does happen, as far as I know, always works towards the benefit of the all. Uh, it doesn't work to the other way. Um, so it is working within our benefit. Um, it is moving us as, as, as a species. It's moving us as, as a, a, a race, a human, like humanity. It's moving humanity forward. Moving humanity forward to possibly arrive at places that we never dreamed of. We might not, I won't be there, but I might still be there. We won't be there for it, but... The- oh, no, man, I've been here for so long, man. I've been here for uh, 60,000 years plus average. I, I keep on saying, just take me out, please. No, no, sorry, you're staying. You know, <laughs> so much, yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens <sighs> next in the, our future presentation, as they say. Anyway, I think we've hammered the topic of theater arts quite enough for United States mm-hmm. of America. So let's wow, wow. hear from uh, you, Ms. Aya, about your industry news, please. We can, we can hear your, your uh, thoughts about what's new and what's, what's happening these past few weeks. There's a lot happening. <laughs> of course. Lots of exciting things. Yeah. Lots of exciting things happening. So I I had a lot of things to choose from. Um, uh, you know, of course, like with the, the Beyonce concert tickets, um, uh, hullabaloo <laughs> that's happening, the Super Bowl Brianna concert, a.k.a the concert that Rihanna threw where she graciously let some, you know, athletes throw balls around beforehand. Um, just kidding. But yeah, there's, there's a lot that's happening, but what I'm <laughs> actually talking about today is music and fashion. Um, mm-hmm. Specifically, there was this interesting article written about um, the role of music in New York fashion week, because that just, oh yeah Uh, yeah um and i had actually noticed it um happening in paris fashion week too where certain shows almost not quite but almost get overshadowed by um the music choices that they make uh or the artists that they bring over to perform um the one that i'm thinking of is in particular is rosalia and uh, the performance that she did, I believe, at the Louis Vuitton show in Paris. Um, mm-hmm. So, that, that, yeah, that was already an interesting um, trend that I had noticed. But this one talks specifically about New York Fashion Week and how um, creative directors and the designers sort of create a uh audio journey to match Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the fashion that they are displaying um so for instance um where was it the 
Carolina Herrera show kind of displayed that. And it made a nod also to the personal lives of those involved with the brand. So for instance, um, they had the song Georgia on my mind playing while the models were rocking, walking down the runway. Um, and that was because of the creative director of the brand, West Gordon. He did it as a tribute to um, his newly uh, his newborn, and her name was Georgia. And he was like, you know, she's going to be too young to understand now, but that was kind of my ode to her. That sort of personal connection made its way to New York Fashion Week. Uh, and then even with Tori Birch, she made some interesting choices uh, for her show. So um, I think her playlist was including a lot of really iconic female singers. Um, and they uh, really touched on themes of women empowerment in their show. So again, the designers in the fashion houses are using music to enhance the story of their clothes. It's not so much just uh, the feathers and the bedazzling and the artistry of the clothes that are being walked down the runway that are telling the story of their brand. They're using music to enhance it. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, there were other interesting choices that uh, that were made at that fashion show. So they used uh, Eurythmics, um, there was opera, um, there mm -hmm. was uh, Carly Simon's Dear Sylvain. These were like really varied music choices, uh, but together they spun a story. Um, and I think designers also see it as a way of uh, putting on a message for, for their collections um <clears throat> yes that i can yeah. say definitely yeah definitely. Uh, <laughs> so it's all very subjective in each music choice um not now only speaks to a, yeah go ahead do you find that generally uh, the the uh, family within all of these uh, presentations across or whatever the artistic forms are in the big scale, where you have your icons, uh, you know, where you're dealing with your fashion icons and all the rest, you know, whether it be music icon, but it's moving more and more towards family, the importance of family. Mm. Um, we've come from a place where the lone wolf rogue kind of thing was, was seen as hip slick and cool. Yeah. It was very popular it, to do the long. Yeah. Thing. Now it seems like hip slip and, uh, hip, no, <laughs> hip slick and cool as like basically frozen its way out the door. And people are really getting down to the simple fact of it's about family and that's where it is. And that's cool. What is cool is yeah. having that love for your family. It is about uh, embracing. It is a, these 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 factors seem to be coming out more and more. Uh, that's my question. Is uh, would I be correct in assuming that you can see it swinging that way? I think that there's been a cultural shift that has been happening. Funnily enough, 
since the tech boom, um, where people have been criticizing, I guess, youth for being on their laptops too much or using technology too much and that they're being more uh, isolated and that they're not like going out and touching the grass. So I think that there's actually been a cultural reset where if it's not blood family, the importance of chosen family has really, really emerged. Um, and because things have become so difficult worldwide um, in these past, I don't know, like two decades, things have become incredibly difficult and isolating and um, just sad in certain ways that people have uh, started to gravitate towards this idea of community. Um, so I don't think that it's necessarily glorified right now to be mm -hmm. a loner. I think people are pushing more towards that sense of community and family. And again, whether that family oh, yes. is blood or chosen. Um, but I, I mean, the trend. But I'm, yeah. I'm saying definitely as like kind of role model icon type stuff. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we always have lived in the fantasy area. Uh, you know, the dude is always the lone dude, you know, the bachelor lone dude, macho lone dude, you know, is, is an icon that is used, or the, the, the woman is used as a temptress, but also at the same time independent and in control. The independent and, uh, temptress, in media, yeah. I'm talking in media, I'm talking portfolio, I'm talking, uh, you know, profiles, uh, those sort of things. Um, in, 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 in how things are presented, there's a, a joint agreement, it seems. And that has changed uh, radically. Um, mm -hmm. uh, because I don't think that speaks to anybody uh, anymore, but not even the fantasy, because it has always been a fantasy. Uh, that is a fantasy, and it's rubbish. Um, now it's like, no, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, saying happy families is a fantasy is not too far off the mark, yet it is true that it is family. Family is family. There's no such thing as happy families. Um, there's families. And that's what it is. And uh, this is coming out more and more and when I'm seeing it. And when, I, when, I, when you come to the loner and the loan, when I say a loan is, let's say, people individual that seem to be cut off, that's where the balance, once again, I see the balance again. On the one side, yes, uh, people have become insulated. On the other side, in the insulation, people have become more connected than they ever have in their entire lives and become more more uh, within communities than they have ever and uh, are able yeah. to be yes right so there's a balance there there's a balance you can't look at it uh, i can't look at it only in pure physical form uh behind it there are a myriad of other things uh, that, that are occurring um but they will occur according to the way they occur and uh i wish i could like i say push the river i can't i yeah. can't yeah you know, it's, you I, know I how everything say. just goes in the cycle, right? Mm -hmm. We have the, I call it the cycle of things, but I'm not a philosopher. Mm -hmm. Like everything no, goes around. It's totally predictable. It's, you know, I wish it would surprise, but I must say this, I do find surprising what's happening. The mm -hmm. way it seems to be, uh, look, mm -hmm. where it ends up will probably be as cliche <laughs> as the cliche, because it is a cliche. Life is a cliche. Everything's Life a cliche. It's all a cliche, you know, it's the same thing. 
happening. It's a fridge magnet. And uh, that I, I, I really, I have the feeling that this is one of the times when we're going to witness and look at what are our cliches, uh, whether we like it or not, because it is going that way. It's, it's evolution. It's, it's, it's what is happening. There's too many things that we can't explain in life. Bottom any, you know. So there we go. <laughs> Hope you can serve. <laughs> well, I was you were you gonna say something else about this this uh theme, or are we good to move to the next section? Me no. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I think that was basically it. It was a very fascinating read on the role of music and fashion um, as far as community um, versus, you know, the loner uh, themes. I think that we've touched on everything. Um, I think that there's just been a big shift lately in a lot of conversations that have been popping up, I think, organically over um, individualism versus collectivism and oh, yeah. people just kind of, yeah, wanting, to, they're starting to shy away from that individualistic model, or at least, you know, mentally they're shifting away from it and uh, going, you know, we need to be more of a collectivist. Um, so I think that's just the natural consequence of those conversations that have been happening. May I add, sorry, now that you've said that, you see, I, 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 I will add. We spoke about this last, last time. We spoke about um, how we, in a, in, in a time now where working as an individual is just not going to be any good going down. It is a time when one needs to work collectively. Uh, these are the times when people form your tribes. You have your backups, you know what I mean, like minds. Uh, the collective survives. Uh, and, and, and funnily enough, what you're saying now to me is how it's happening naturally, mm -hmm. that we are shifting towards that exactly as we were speaking about it. Uh, that is just happening. So, And once again, that is a cliche. Yes, it is a cycle. It is the same as any cycle and the same has happened before. It's just uh, it's happening in a different way. Like I say, it's just the same hamburgers, just got extra plus plus. I don't know. I find it exciting personally. I find it exciting. I find it uh, wonderful. I find uh, oh, um, personal changes is, is one of the greatest adventures there are. Uh, you can do anything you like, but when it comes to this, to changing and having to, to, to be quick, 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 you know, and be quick on your feet and be able to spot things and to move with it and move there and there and still stay true to what you think you believe in, <laughs> I believe these things are exciting. This is this is this is the guava, you know, of, of of life, because otherwise life just becomes a little bit kind of uh, oh please, yeah. And I must admit that was going through a phase of oh please, um, and now it's a, it's very challenging and challenging and uh, changing people's. We are changing in the way we see things. We are changing in the way we see things. And I don't think it's in a, in a, um, 
a way that is in any way uh, not inclusive, you know. Um, yeah, very inclusive. That's me. I think it's a process. It, a process. Everything is yeah. a process right now. Oh, yeah, 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 of course, yeah. It's being aware. I mean, it's so hard to, when you look at something and you see it as it is, you think of it as, is this it? Is this it? You know, and you feel you need to, to, to work against it to try and like push your, my little, you know, uh, perspective in when yeah. it's not it. No, it's the birth of it. It is the early stages of it. It is these, it's, it's all a birthing. It's all about growing. It's all about how things grow. Uh, and they start as infants and go on and gather and gather and become. Uh, very much, and it's amazing how it was linked to the first part of the show. Um, all of this is linked. Good yeah. grief. Oh, my word. Yeah. I do, yeah. A, good, I do a very good camel impression. <laughs> <laughs> You're seriously going to do it now? No, I'm not going to do it now, but I mean, you know, that's what I'd say. <laughs> I think that's... <laughs> oh, God. You forced me. <laughs> Next time I do an animation, you're going to play the camel. It'll be for the camel cigarettes. Just kidding. Oh, <laughs> anyway, let's move to the questions of industry. Okay, so John said something interesting earlier in the show that we put a pin in, and I want to get back to that pin and remove it. And it was about the how you had done 20 years of comedy and um, breaking out of that comedy and into drama took a lot. Um, so my question to both of you is when someone does want to make that shift in their career, let's say they're established in one field or one genre or one subsection, and they want to make a sort of lateral move or switching gears, um, what advice would you give them to make that process easier and more smooth? I don't know if there is any sort of collective advice that, that you could print and like stamp. Uh, it, generally speaking, in my case, actually, I became completely and utterly branded as a comedy actor. Now, when one looks at that objectively, you go, well, that's not bad. I mean, wow, that's cool. <laughs> You know, that's pretty cool. So people actually acknowledge, okay, and I would just get comedy work. I would do right. comedy. It was comedy, 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 comedy. And uh, there was that, you see. And people have, and we also have a very weird belief that if someone does comedy, they can't do drama. Yeah. Uh, which is strange because, well, we are, how do I say it? We kind of like to see it. You know, the proof is in the pudding. So if we don't see someone in a drama and we just see them in comedy, then our brain basically processes it as such. So yes, we will believe that. Um, so I was in that, and there's no sadder place than comedy. 
uh, <laughs> for me personally, as a comedian, I found myself in a very sad place. You have a great time. I had a wonderful time doing comedy because comedy is immediate. You get the laughs. Yeah, you get the laughs. And there's nothing better than getting those laughs. You know, you bring the house down, you know, and hold it there in the palm of your hand. As, as one comedian, old comedian once said, you just spit and they laugh, that kind of thing. And uh, it's all wonderful and groovy. Point being, um, if you look at any kind of uh, esteem, the comedians that carry uh, on uh, in esteem are the ones that provide satire, possibly, uh, commentary, possibly, uh, straightforward comedy uh, falls into the line of Joker, right? And Joker has the stigma yeah, of the fool. Outside. And a fool has the, uh, the, the, the one-line kind of rooftop of a fool is a fool. So be. Now, uh, you do that enough, it starts becoming, it rubs off. It does, it does. I, I just started, I started feeling like I can't have good grief. Mm. You know, uh, and I essentially, the only way I could do it I, I had to simply stop. I left town. It just so happened that way. So I, being in the position of this, this little country, um, it, it's a wonderful place because uh, in this little country, you have Cape Town and Johannesburg. Cape Town is like a land of its own. Uh, if you go to Johannesburg, uh, it, there is no Cape Town because you can't see it. And to people in Cape Town, there's no Johannesburg because you can't see it. So <laughs> you become isolated today. And it's also the way it's built, you know, the way it is, it is, it is definitely made that way because the mountain does dominate the whole community. And um, it becomes centralized. And it's, it's a small community, but a big community in a strange way because it is, uh, the arts are very well attended. Uh, but also highly criticized. It's a different type of mindset, whereas you come here because of the amount of people here and not so much nature and et cetera to fulfill you, uh, people need each other uh, in the cities. So they tend to, to, to be a little bit more kind of friendly and assuring and kinder. So I had to do a physical move. And in that physical move, I made certain decisions. I said, look, you've made this move. You've crossed the border, you know, wada, wada, wada you know, swam the river, here we go, you're in a different land, the land of Johannesburg, the land of Gauteng, yes. And by doing the land of Gauteng, you see, I left behind in Cape Town uh, a comedy actor. I arrived here, and some of the people that were still alive uh, kind of, you know, sort of went, hey, Tony, whoa, yeah, you know, hi. I could reinvent. So henceforth, that's what I I reinvent. Yeah. Um, so I've been fortunate to be able to break that mold and to go into to, to doing things that uh, really are wonderful. And also, I stopped theater and uh, which I mean, I did I did twenty years nonstop day and night theater, and came here wow. and had to put my foot. I had to just literally cut. I had to cut. There's no halfway marker. Some guys do halfways. I, I don't know. They don't actually. 
They don't actually do yeah. artwork. It's not true. It's not true. Uh, the guys remain theater. Um, so that was it. I made it in, in, I went for the movies. And, uh, and, and I was able to then do to that and my physique and the way I look and blah, 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 etc. That's how change came to me. But the only way I can say of how you make the shift from being a comic to going to drama is you've just got to cut it. It's got to stop. That's just it. You can't do half half. Half half never works, depending also on the market and who you are. You're a known entity. If you are a big, 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 big uh, corporation as a star. Yeah, good luck changing. Baby, you can do what you like <laughs> if you want to do it because you got a whole lot of people that are going to help you. Mm-hmm. It's well, a gradual transition. It can go the other way, too. It is a gradual, but it's the decision. I, right, I will right. say straightforward. It is the decision. Once the decision is made, that it becomes possible and everything becomes possible and the actual transition is hardly even noticed mm-hmm. uh, you don't i didn't even notice it and before i knew it i, I realized i was going my goodness yeah it's not wonderful the pressure of comedy horrendous it is so fraught with pressure Humiliation, attack. Uh, oh man, there's a lot of things that go into comedy. Like they say, you know what I mean? Dying's easy, comedy's hard. It is not a lie. Uh, comedy is one of those things that you can go out and you can throw it out there, man, and be funny. Yeah, be funny. But get successful at being funny and then try to keep being funny. That's, that's, that's yeah, it takes a special night and cavalier to do that yeah i don't have much to add about it but just that it's it's sometimes for some people you know if they have that that whole persona in another area right and then people expect them to be that that person in that and like you take some people that you know they want to change but they they can't because they're in that you know zone that's that's something that also is interesting. Like, you know, one time I was sharing with some people, it's like it's like when when you have a certain amount of funding, you feel like it will improve your life when you get a little more, right? But then you reach that plateau and then any more you get just goes downhill from there. I feel the same way about the the uh, the thing of fame or of uh you know of of these kind of pinnacles that people get on with art like in any art form like if somebody goes up to a certain point in like comedy or something and they try to change over at that point if they're above that plateau as what i call the plateau then it's sometimes hard to come come out of there and move to another thing but i agree with johnny like it's possible to do it just i think for each person it depends on what what they're comfortable with and how much vulnerability they have with themselves to be able to change because a lot of people fear change well, and, let's look at one yeah. extreme example. I mean, is Sasha Baron Cohen. There's oh, yeah. How do you put money on a guy who has only done what he has done? Which is right. brilliant. In all ways. 
He's done some incredible things. Risky. Man, going mm-hmm. for it hard, going for it like, I mean, get down and mess and make it work. Um, now suddenly he comes in and he goes, no, 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 I want to do this and I want to play a serious part. There is no producer. I can't imagine. Uh, wow. What would the incentive be to put your money on someone who is known to such an extent as a certain mold yeah and 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 go to them and say i want him to play that serious guy there that guy that lawyer i want him to play that or that or that and he's gonna look at him and say are you out of your mind mm-hmm. this is a very important for whatever film it's in it speaks of this and you want this man who is known as this joker thing da da and you want me to put my money on him? How is this yeah. possible? What, you think I've got to now pay for his little, like, you know what I mean, existential crisis? Oh. Uh, it, yeah, yeah. But yet, what they yes, do. being the genius uh, that he is, and, and being, uh, I think, also the person that he is, I think he's a, I think he's a good person. Yeah. And I, I feel that, yeah. And, and, I think the person is. that he is, and I think, I think, but beyond that, his talent. He has such immense talent, and that he was able to, okay, granted, he came out of the first one, and people went, nah. I mean, even I could. At first, I, I really wanted to watch, and I just watched maybe 10 minutes, and I stopped, because it was very difficult for me to take him seriously. Mm-hmm. Left it for a while, came back to it. Then suddenly things, I allowed it, it I, I, I opened up, and then it changed, and it, it won me over. And it seems like it won the audience. Now that is show business. Right. Wow. There is no Man, that is show business. business. Yeah. Huh? Now, there you go. I mean, that is something that, honestly, if, if you had to talk about it before it's happening and we had to have a conversation, I, I'm sure all of us would agree, no, nah, forget it. No, no, no. We wouldn't have, we that. wouldn't have, I wouldn't have done it because it would be too big of a you know, risk at that point. It's, it's impossible. It's impossible. Yeah. Yeah. But yet that was done and it did. And he's now doing all these beautiful roles in, in, in really compassionate and deep and like wonderfully He's uh, all of his uh, mm-hmm. truth is coming out. If there's uh, not truth, but you know, I'm talking about the thing. It's acting truth. truth, yeah. Um, something like that. That is coming out of another side of that man, uh, another side of a performer, uh, someone that has now become almost family to almost everybody, whether they know it or not. Because we do, we take ownership of the the guys that have been around for two decades. And we've seen regularly, regularly you've been seeing films for two decades. If you've gone and watched them, but you've seen the publicity, you must have watched some of it. Uh, they become familiar to us. And whether I know it or not, I do. I, we, I, take, I take charge uh, without knowing it. Unconsciously, it becomes a part of my history because of what I'm alive. That's family. <laughs> so it, 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 in those contexts, that's what, you know, show business is all about you know mm-hmm. that's what it's about. It's true yeah so yes yes it can be done 
Absolutely, absolutely up to the individual. And uh, the individual's conviction needs to be strong enough. And uh, once the decision is made, mm. and if a person is in that kind of situation that you do want to make that kind of change, generally, I would say your emotions, feelings, and uh, the way you're feeling will drive you uh, to do the change. So don't need to worry about the house. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sage advice. Question. Sorry. Did that answer your question? <clears throat> I, yeah, I think so. I, I think it'll provide comfort and perspective for anyone out there who is thinking of making a change that speaks true to themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. So thank you it's both always, for it's that. It's always about it, it, all, it, everything always boils down to money. And <laughs> if you're making a lot yes. of money, let's just say guys that are making a lot of money for other people, you know, it's not about the money you <laughs> That's the real thing. the money yeah. you're making for the other guys. <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't, oh, don't Lord. Yes, it is, because That's they will not allow. Forget it. Forget it. You're a cash cup, baby. You're a product. Come here. Give daddy a kiss. Now off you go. Yeah. Um, that's just that's how it is. The level you rise to, and one doesn't rise to a higher level like that unless what you are doing is definitely meant to be what you are doing. Because uh, and and you won't probably uh, experience the kind of things of of like no, I do not want to be the fool, you know, um, anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, all these factors fall into it. Um, I don't think it's, it's, it's uh, at the time for me, it wasn't that it was, no, it was. It was one of those things that sit as a latent kind of worry, a, a latent uh, inhibition. One walks around and someone sees you and goes, oh, I loved your show last night. You were so funny. And all that, you know, and you walk away from that. and You know that that person is looking at you like an idiot, like you're an idiot. I am an idiot. You know what I mean? They see me as an idiot. Mm. Yeah. Uh, whether they do or don't, this <laughs> is immaterial. But, but that's what's going, what's going on in my mind. That was my reality. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, was your comedians, perception? Like, comedians are geniuses. We know this. We know this. But you don't see comedians exactly going up and collecting Academy Awards and things like that. And one, I'm not saying it was a change, but what I'm <laughs> trying to say is in no. acknowledgement, in acknowledgement of skill, of skill. And there is more drama in comedy than you'll ever find anywhere. And uh, you don't get that. You see, the, the, the general community. Uh, find it difficult to equate comedy with uh, something being noteworthy. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, yeah. the, the Carlins, George Carlin is, is, is uh, lauded by a small sort of community, a small community of diehard rebels. Uh, you know, Bull, what's his face? Same thing. You know, all these guys that were, uh, that, 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 that spoke out the truths against or spoke out the truths of. Uh, humanity um, might have a following that is very small and generally after the death. Uh, but in, in, it just that kind of thing doesn't work. Yeah, you got to you got to pander to what is. Yeah, make it funny. Yeah. Mm.
don't want to hear about problems. I want to hear about what's funny. Yeah, that's the dark world of comedy. Yeah. And comedy is all about problems. What else yeah. is it? What is it? It's misery. Uh, that's what you make the fun of. That's what creates comedy. It's misery. That's why yeah. the worst thing that can happen to comedy is when you start bringing in anything sensitive in the externals where there's certain things you can't say. Now, when you can't say certain things, uh, if it's that much, okay, granted, it go around. But when it becomes <laughs> rich, that much, everything, there's not much to go around. <laughs> yeah. So then it, it starts all falling into fantasy. And fantasy comedy uh, don't work. Well, for me, I mean, I'm sure. It doesn't work for some people. No, no, no. Many of us. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> we covered a lot of ground today. Is there, did you have another question today, or are we going to be ready to wrap? Um, I think that is all for today. We had so many wonderful discussions and lots of, it was a journey as always, but mm. today I feel more so than, <laughs> than other days. May I just say, uh, please do not be sad. Do not be sad. We might have gone on routes and journeys of places that hold immense import and mm -hmm. might be affecting us all so deeply. But remember, don't take ourselves seriously. Yes, because <laughs> <laughs> if we do, when then we've lost it. Oh, we've lost it. True. How can we take ourselves seriously? Please, for crying out loud. I mean, look at us. I, <laughs> <laughs> We're the funniest thing around, man. It's hysterical. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's beautiful. I love it. Thank you, Thank you very much. And sorry, may I just, please, sorry, I got carried away there. I just want to say thank you. And very much thank you and blessing and thank you and honor and respect. So this, thank you too. This is a wrap for this. We'd like to thank you for joining us for today's episode. This episode was produced by Alma Pictures and Baker Street. Join us next week for the next episode of our podcast. Thank you, merci, gracias, gracias, danke, and have a great week.